The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The weekend is here right ahead of the big holiday in the United States. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, July 1st, 2023. Saturday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And in the United States, today is the optional memorial of St. Junipero Serra. He was born in 1713 on Spain's island of Mallorca, entered the Franciscan order, taking the name of St. Francis' childlike companion, Brother Juniper, Until he was 35, he spent most of his time in the classroom as a student of theology, then as a professor. He also became famous for his preaching. Suddenly, he gave it all up and followed the yearning that had begun years before when he heard about the missionary work of St. Francis Solano in South America. Junipero's desire was to convert native peoples in the New World. The first mission was founded in San Diego. In 1769, other missions followed Monterey Carmel, 1770, San Antonio and San Gabriel, 1771, San Luis Obispo, 1772, San Francisco and San Juan Capistrano in 1776, Santa Clara in 1777, San Buenaventura in 1782, 12 more were founded after Sarah's death. Junipero's missionary life was a long battle with cold and hunger and unsympathetic military commanders, even with danger of death from non-Christian native peoples. But his zeal was fed by prayer each night, often from midnight till dawn. He baptized over 6,000 people and confirmed 5,000. He brought the Native Americans not only the gift of faith, but also a decent standard of living. St. Junipero Serra died August 28, 1784. St. Junipero Serra, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb with all the communion of saints, And with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray, amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins. 
and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. One of the most uh, attractive features of uh, Jesus' stay here on earth were the many healing miracles that he performed. There were many of these because the people he came across, many of them were weighed down by infirmities, by diseases, they had pain, they had many problems often, and he would come to heal them. And this is something nobody else could do. It was so yeah, encouraging. It was unheard of that somebody could do this, actually heal people directly. That's why his miraculous healings were really a motive of uh, credibility. It, it showed that what he was saying was actually true. It's not like he suddenly just gave some rep recipes, uh, ointments, and stuff like that that would eventually maybe heal somebody. He did instantaneous healing. This is impossible to do unless you have miraculous powers like divine powers. So today we have the account of the Roman centurion who asks Jesus to, to heal uh, his servant. Now this centurion had big responsibilities with 100 men under his authority. And well, as you know, his servant gets ill and he is weak and he may not actually make it. So the, Jesus, the centurion had heard about Jesus and he had heard about these healing powers that Jesus had. I mean, everybody spoke about this. And this seems to be the real uh, solution. But he knows that Jesus can't just enter into any Gentile's house because he will contract uh, legal impurity. So when he goes to ask Jesus uh, to heal his servant, he says to this beautiful phrase that has now been preserved in the Eucharistic liturgy, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Only say the word and my servant will be healed. We say, now I will be healed. That's what we say in the liturgy, as you know. Okay? So after he said this, this beautiful, humble petition, I imagine there must have been a hushed silence all around. Like people were just taking this in. It was truly an expression both of faith, of respect, and humility. He had the humility to say that he was not worthy. He had the respect for Jewish traditions about legal impurity. And he had the faith that Jesus could easily cure him with just a single word. Just one word. That's all it would take. And Jesus showed how touched he was by this trust. He had barely seen so much uh, trust uh, before. But we ask, what does it really mean to be healed by the word of God? He said, no, just say the word and my servant will be healed. So, I mean, what does that mean? Well, there's the word as in Holy Scripture is the word of God. That very scripture that recounts this episode that we're touching upon today. And we too can be healed just by hearing it, by reading it, by letting it touch our hearts. It can open horizons for us. How often am I really touched by these calm moments of reading the gospel and the word of God? Do I read it every day? Do I have like, you know, a time every day where I just read a few minutes? Eh? Because that's where the Lord says, you know, my, my word shall heal you. It should for us be like a daily diet that we can nourish ourselves with so that we become very familiar with his acts, his gestures, and of course, his words. Now, the centurion shows great trust 
in Jesus' ability to heal. He knows that it can be done just by one word. And just like in the creation account, and God speaks creation into existence. He said, let there be light, and there was light. That God just speaks stuff and it happens. The power of the word of God. And maybe the, the centurion had heard about this, but certainly had heard about the marvelous stories of healings and so forth. And, and so there were many other things that Jesus also did and said. And some of these are what the centurion would have heard about. So, so like the centurion, you and I, we too must trust God, abandon ourselves into his plan, into his kind of uh, control. Trust is really something that must be anchored in us by experience and contact with the Word of God. And to give you an example, it's not you know, exactly the Word of God, but it's the example that I have experienced recently. You know, I have a very good mechanic here who takes care of my car and all the cars that all the cars that are attached to, to the center where I'm living, and he changes the oil, he checks the brake pads, he makes sure the air air filters are clean and so forth. And so we bring it in, and we know he's going to do a good job. And sometimes we have other older cars, and I mean, he treats them these cars like they were his little children. You know? He's very very good, right? and uh, there are too many kilometers on a car, or it's not a good or safe car. He tells us it might be better to replace it. And, and so, uh, well, one day, somebody borrowed my car, or the car that I use, and rear-ended somebody, smashing the front end of the car, the bumper, the lights, the hood was destroyed. And so I said, well, this now this car really looks like a mess. So I had an appraisal done, and, well, I managed to have the car towed to our mechanic. And he looked at it, and he said, no problem, Father, no problem. I'll take care of it. No, no problem. And uh, I, you know, I knew he would do his best, but I'm thinking in my head, yeah, okay, yeah, this car is pretty messed up now. I mean, you know, maybe he's going to get pieces from a used car lot or something. He's going to paint it and put the pieces together, but it's probably still going to look scrappy. That's that's what I thought. So a few days later, he calls me. He says, well, you can come. You can, it's like new. You can come and pick it up. So sure enough, I go there and I see this. It's a shiny, brand new car, not a dent on it, not a scratch. It looks beautiful. It looks like new, like he said. And I realized I hadn't really fully trusted him when he said that it would be like new. And and so, how can we say to Jesus, like the centurion, just say the word and I'll be healed? And we say it before communion. Maybe we don't feel quite worthy. So, at least we should be a little prepared. We can go to confession. Maybe even after confession, we maybe don't feel worthy, but we know he can come into our soul. We have prepared ourselves properly. And like when royalty comes to your home, when the king or queen, you, you have to make sure the place is clean and is well prepared with flowers and, and you give a good reception, you know, and, and the king comes into our soul, right? And he, he wants to get a good reception. So let us have the same trust as the centurion. Just say the word, Lord, and my soul will become more abandoned. I'll see your hand more clearly in the events of my life. You'll heal my doubts. You'll heal my sadnesses. But of course, the centurion also gives reason why he needs his servant healed. It's not just a question of simplifying his life. It was really ultimately about the value of obedience. 
He says, for I too am a man subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come here, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. So the centurion was obedient to his superiors, and ultimately he's obedient to the emperor. He obeys. And then there are soldiers, too, who, can, who have to obey him. I think he was a man with really strong moral leadership. And so that obedience is something that really also appealed to our Lord himself. But then what was that word that Jesus finally said? Just say the word and my servant shall be healed. Well, what was the word he said? Well, the Lord says, you may go as you have believed. Let it be done for you. Isn't that beautiful? Just go. You may go is basically what he said. And uh, he's saying you can continue in your life, continue in your honest living. You are upright. This is the word I will say to you. You may go. Keep at that. At times, we are in doubt as to whether we're doing the right thing. A worry or a certain confusion may slip in as to whether or not we're doing the right thing in the family. But if we obey in our daily duties and we are upright and honest, the Lord says, you may go. You know, keep at it. And the Lord will enter into our soul and heal it. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you how to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This Tuesday in the United States, it's Independence Day, a celebration of our freedom. Here's something to help you celebrate.
That is the United States Army Field Band with the Battle Hymn of the Republic. It's daybreak on Relevant Radio for Saturday, July 1st, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people the sheep of his flock. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. 
the Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Come Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, because Jesus, your servant, became obedient even unto death, his sacrifice was greater than all holocausts of old. Accept the sacrifice of praise we offer you through him, and may we show the effects of it in our lives by striving to do your will until our whole life becomes adoration in spirit and truth. A sacrifice of praise will give you glory. We are always praying earnestly for you that you may have a deep knowledge of God's will. From the first book of Samuel David himself went to the place where Saul was encamped and examined the spot where Saul and Abner, son of Ner, the general, had their sleeping quarters. Saul's were within the barricade, and all his soldiers were camped around him. David asked Ahimelech the Hittite and Abishai, son of Zeruiah and brother of Joab, Who will go down into the camp with me to Saul? Abishai replied, I will. So David and Abishai went among Saul's soldiers by night and found Saul lying asleep within the barricade, with his spear thrust into the ground at his head and Abner and his men sleeping around him. Abishai whispered to David, God has delivered your enemy into your grasp this day. Let me nail him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I will not need a second thrust. But David said to Abishai, Do not harm him, for who can lay hands on the Lord's anointed and remain unpunished? As the Lord lives, David continued, it must be the Lord himself who will strike him, whether the time comes for him to die or he goes out and perishes in battle but the Lord forbid that I touch his anointed. Now take the spear which is at his head and the water jug, and let us be on our way. So David took the spear and the water jug from their place at Saul's head, and they got away without anyone seeing or knowing or awakening. All remained asleep because the Lord had put them into a deep slumber. Going across to an opposite slope, David stood on a remote hilltop at a great distance from Abner, son of Ner, and the troops. He then shouted, Will you not answer, Abner? And Abner answered, Who is it that calls me? David said to Abner, Are you not a man whose like does not exist in Israel? Why, then, have you not guarded the Lord your king when one of his subjects went to kill the king, your lord? This is no creditable service you have performed. As the Lord lives, you people deserve death because you have not guarded your Lord, the Lord's anointed. Go, look, where are the king's spear and the water jug that was at his head? Saul recognized David's voice and asked, Is that your voice, my son David? David answered, Yes, my lord the king. He continued, Why does my Lord pursue his servant? What have I done? What evil do I plan? Please now, let my Lord the King listen to the words of his servant. If the Lord has incited you against me, let an offering appease him. 
But if men, may they be cursed before the Lord, because they have exiled me, so that this day I have no share in the Lord's inheritance. But am told, go serve other gods. Do not let my blood flow to the ground far from the presence of the Lord. For the king of Israel has come out to seek a single flea, as if he were hunting partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have done wrong. Come back, my son David. I will not harm you again, because you have held my life precious today. Indeed, I have been a fool and have made a serious mistake. But David answered, Here is the king's spear. Let an attendant come over to get it. The Lord will reward each man for his justice and faithfulness. Today, though the Lord delivered you into my grasp, I would not harm the Lord's anointed. As I valued your life highly today, so may the Lord value my life highly and deliver me from all difficulties. Then Saul said to David, Blessed are you, my son David. You shall certainly succeed in whatever you undertake. David went his way, and Saul returned to his home. Arrogant men have risen up against me, and brutal men seek my life. Save me, O God, by your name. And with your strength defend my cause. Willingly I shall offer sacrifice to you, O God, hear my prayer. And with your strength defend my cause. A reading from a homily by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. In our human life, bodily health is a good thing. But this blessing consists not merely in knowing the causes of good health, but in actually enjoying it. If a man eulogizes good health and then eats food that has unhealthy effects, what good is his praise of health when he finds himself on a sickbed? Similarly, from the Lord's saying, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. We are to learn that blessedness does not lie in knowing something about God, but rather in possessing God within oneself. I do not think these words mean that God will be seen face to face by the man who purifies the eye of his soul. Their sublime import is brought out more clearly, perhaps, in that other saying of the Lord's, The kingdom of God is within you. This teaches us that the man who cleanses his heart of every created thing and every evil desire will see the image of the divine nature in the beauty of his own soul. I believe the lesson summed up by the word in that short sentence is this. You men have within you a desire to behold the supreme good. Now when you are told that the majesty of God is exalted above the heavens, that his glory is inexpressible, his beauty indescribable, and his nature transcendent. Do not despair, because you cannot behold the object of your desire. If by a diligent life of virtue you wash away the film of dirt that covers your heart, then the divine beauty will shine forth in you. Take a piece of iron as an illustration. Although it might have been black before, once the rust has been scraped off with a whetstone, it will begin to shine brilliantly and reflect the rays of the sun. So it is with the interior man, which is what the Lord means by the heart. Once a man removes from his soul 
the coating of filth that has formed on it through his sinful neglect, he will regain his likeness to his archetype and be good. For what resembles the supreme good is itself good. If he then looks into himself, he will see the vision he has longed for. This is the blessedness of the pure heart. In seeing their own purity, they see the divine archetype mirrored in themselves. Those who look at the sun in a mirror, even if they do not look directly at the sky, see its radiance in the reflection just as truly as do those who look directly at the sun's orb. It is the same, says the Lord, with you. Even though you are unable to contemplate and see the inaccessible light, you will find what you seek within yourself, provided you return to the beauty and grace of that image which was originally placed in you. For God is purity. He is free from sin and a stranger to all evil. If this can be said of you, then God will surely be within you. If your mind is untainted by any evil, free from sin, and purified from all stain, then indeed you are blessed, because your sight is keen and clear. Once purified, you see things that others cannot see. When the mists of sin no longer cloud the eye of your soul, you see that blessed vision clearly in the peace and purity of your own heart. That vision is nothing else than the holiness, the purity, the simplicity, and all the other glorious reflections of God's nature through which God himself is seen. The Lord said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Whoever believes in me has eternal life. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name. For you never deprive of your guidance those you set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. It's Saturday, July 1st, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Not into temptation. 
voice may sound familiar to you. It's the late Judith Durham, the big female voice of the Seekers, a woman of great faith. She left us just last year, and that, of course, is the Lord's Prayer. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord performs a healing for a Roman centurion. It's from the 8th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, beseeching him. Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home in terrible distress. I will come and heal him. Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority with soldiers under me, And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and sit at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. There, men will weep and gnash their teeth. And to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, be it done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her and she rose and served him. That evening they brought to him many who were possessed with demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our infirmities and bore our diseases. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app.
our Saturday musical bouquet to our Blessed Mother, that is Sarah Hart with one of her newer songs, Mother Mary, Pray for Us. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, July 1st, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join with the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing to God of glory to Christ our Lord for all his grace, through whom the great Creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law, till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old, no shades of night can fall that dim, your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Amen. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We do well to sing your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. 
planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will will create create a new heart in you and and breathe into you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations, gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants you have found perfect praise. On the lips lips of the children and infants you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens, On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man, that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips lips of of the children children and infants, you you have have found perfect perfect praise. A reading from Second Peter. What we await are new heavens and a new earth, where, according to his promise, the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement, and at peace in his sight. Consider that our Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It is my my joy, O God, to to praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. To to praise you with song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore God, who has given hope and life to the world through his Son, and let us humbly ask him, Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Lord, Father of all, you have brought us to the dawn of this day. Make us live with Christ and praise your glory. Lord, Lord, hear us. You have poured out faith, hope, and love upon us. Keep them firmly rooted in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, let our eyes be always raised up to you. So that we may swiftly answer your call. Lord, hear us. Protect us from the snares and enticements of evil. 
keep our feet from stumbling. Lord, hear Hear us. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, splendor of true light and never-ending day, let the radiance of your coming banish from our minds the darkness of sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Independence Day falls on a Tuesday this year, so I'm sure that a lot of you are taking an extended holiday weekend, and you're probably already on your way to where you're going for the holiday. Drive safely, take care of the kids, and if there are fireworks involved, please keep it safe. And of course, don't forget to pray. Morning Air, the Saturday edition, is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out, make this a great and holy day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.